It's your bad bit. And it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, this week we are talking about Sony's live service game rollout, new game replay patent for PlayStation games. Joe got his hands on the PlayStation portal and Kyle is not jealous at all. Game award season is in full effect and so much more as we do it live each and every Wednesday night over on youtube.com slash PS trophy room at 8 p.m. Eastern standard and on podcast feeds the following day with all that said with all that out of the way the greatest co-host whoever is whoever will be mr punished k-step how are you sir i'm here i'm existing yeah yeah why aren't you feeling good bud we did good this week you're in you're in a crabby mood what's what's up it was it was a long two days of work back i'm still exhausted and not caught up there with your sleep uh yeah partly because of you what do you mean because of me uh, did i keep you up you woke me up after an hour and a half of a nap after extra life was over okay when you had a way longer of a nap okay and that that set me back even further well i wanted to wake now you I'm- up so that you don't mess up your sleep schedule that's important no, it's not. <laughs> Why? Because then you're going to be like... I was just awake for almost 20-something hours. Almost 30... Twice! Oh, this guy. I had two 24-hour days within a five-day period. You know, it just sounds like someone's just not appreciative of a good friend just looking out for another oh, friend. Oh, okay. Let's get into the starter <laughs> question so we can get into okay, it right now. sure. Because I've got some... I got some hooks and uppercuts coming out right, your way, well, I mean, I'm take ready. it away. I like this energy. Let's keep Sorry going. question. Enigma writes in, my only question is, how are you guys feeling after the extra, the successful Extra Life stream right. this year? And Joe, how's the eye? Thank you. Take care, guys. Don't worry about Joe's damn eye, okay? Here's the thing. Here, What do you mean Kyle's? Oh, Kyle's just raising like this? Okay, I thought you meant their stingray. I thought you were referring to them as wrinkled <laughs> grapes. I was like, what are you talking about? Uh, your eye was totally fine. You got some in it. It's fine. It's, and it's the, fine the now. entire time, the entire time, I was like, Joe, you're fine. Just put some water on it. Just yeah. blink a whole lot. Relax. You call every friend in your phone yep. book. You make a big deal out of it. Uh-huh. You don't even use Google. Who needs use it? Use everyone else for Google. We played Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? I want to use my lifelines. No, 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 no. It was annoying. You do that all the time. Google <laughs> is not your friend, okay? You do that all the what do you time. Mean all and the it time. Annoys what do you mean? Me. You ask for advice. Yeah. I give you advice, and then you don't even listen. Oh, <laughs> you mean that's what pisses me off? Yeah, yeah. We'll get into it later too. <laughs> you mean the PlayStation Portal, which you told? Yeah, yeah. Maybe let Joe, me, you shouldn't. Let you me know. let me pull up the text for the last two weeks. Hey Kyle, tell me I don't need it. Joe, you don't need it. You're fine. You're yeah. trying to be financially responsible. Mm-hmm. And, and then you go. Uh, then an hour or two later, Kyle. No, mm-hmm. seriously, tell me why I don't need it. <laughs> Joe, I'm telling you why you don't need it. Uh, and then I finally say, Joe, just freaking buy it. You're gonna get it anyway. Kyle. And look what happens. Uh, for the audio listeners out there, I got a PlayStation uh, 5 Slim. It's a really nice console when you look at it. Kyle is just done. <laughs> He's done. Um, it's a really nice console when you take a look at it. Look at this racing stripe, by the way. First off, I could hold it in one hand very comfortably. All right? Look at that. It's really nice. 
Not gonna lie. You could take up the whole screen if I move it this way, cover the whole. But I don't need to. It's right there. Ah. Yes, Kyle? Kyle Stevenson of the trophy room? All right. He's. Anyways, Enigma, had a great time. <laughs> Raised a lot of money for a lot of good causes. Um, it was great. Thank you for hanging out and chatting. Yeah. Thanks for watching me lose my mind playing Easy Platinums late at night. And thank you all for watching time. as Kyle loses his mind right here, right now on the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players, where me and my best friend talk about the latest and greatest in all things PlayStation. I Listen, my eye is okay. For those of you who don't know, randomly in that stream, I got a hair in my eye maybe. And I panicked. It doesn't happen to me. I don't get dry For eyes. For almost an hour and a half. Well, what's worse? A hair in my eye or seeing a friend get stuck on the first level of Dark Souls for an hour? You you, you be the judge. Oh, now he really doesn't like that. He really doesn't like that. Hey, Joe, let's get the housekeeping. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> hey, by the way, Kyle, let's keep this in perspective here in the housekeeping segment. We raised over $3,300 for those kids in need, BB. Thank you all for joining us in, during our 26-hour stream where we, the Trophy Room, teamed up with 6-1-Indie to help raise money for kids in need. Speaking of our Trophy Room merch, our uh, Barbie-themed It's a Banger shirt, uh, all proceeds, if you buy it, goes straight to that Extra Life Fund from now until the end of the year. So that's really awesome. You should go buy those shirts. Mine literally just came in. By the way, Kyle, just came in. I can't wait to wrap that next week. And of course, for our pals in the Discord, uh, it's the By the Players community show run by our awesome, amazing community members, Marcus O'Neill and Drellish. Come join us this Saturday, the 18th at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard on our Discord, where we talk all about Spider-Man 2. Joe and Kyle will be there to chat about the game with the community. So come hang out. Please let Marcus O'Neill or Drellish know in our Discord if you are interested. specifically there is only one opening left Oof. so if you want in hop into the discord uh look for the by the players discord channel and, and tag marcus or Jalich and uh let them know yeah um because they're running the thing we're gonna do it pretty small for this first one and then we'll see how that goes and open up to more spots Sweet. for future ones and speaking of future ones yeah. uh marcus and Jalish wanted to share that the next game on the by the players community game show for the month of december will be sea of stars mm. from sabotage studio Sabotage. deadline to sign up for that will be at will be november 30th uh we'll put the form in the description of the video as well as the form is in that same discord channel nice. so go Give it a look and sign up if you want to talk about Sea of Stars. Fun fact, I've been playing a lot of Sea of Stars today, so I can't wait mm -hmm. to talk about that game with all y'all in December. That said, of course, you can support this show over on Patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. Just like we say each and every week, if we get, got you through a long car ride, a tough day at work, whatever your situation may be, it definitely does help us out, keeps the show running, keeps the lights on. It's the reason why we look so great and sound so good. It's because of your generosity over at patreon.com slash 
PS Trophy Room. I want to thank our newest members, Drellish, coming back with the gold tier. I'm uh, Tom at the bronze tier and Stingray X at the silver plus tier. I want to thank our premium producers, Todd Burowitz and Toxic. I want to thank our platinum members, Jay Shea, Jedi Master, and Cowboy Danger D, Jonas Young, the Green Gorilla Gamer, Chaotic Monkey, Millennial Falcon Gaming, Ryuko Kill 90, Steven Flesh, Strubles and Bits, Bertos Maximus. Chris, Hybrid748, Matt Veldez, Chris the Wizard, Solo, Liam Rust, Silcanet, Decimine, Jadus Vaughn Medal, Mitchell Gramlin, Liam Rust, Jonas Young, Art Gold Members, Cypher Primus, Daw Simon the Pie Man, Jesse Garcia, JB the Purple Monkey, Hayden Doris, Katie, Kevin Mitchell, Kevin Diaz, Marcus O'Neill, Red Arrow, The Aegis Hermit, Andrusor, Astronaut Jr., The Winter Gamer, Robbie Bobby Miller, Brenton Zachary, Brenty Blob, Bubble Boy N7, Captain Logan, Final Fan X, Z, Hambone, JD Dillinger, M9 Prime, Stone Cold, E.T., Tino Six Speed, N. Johnson, Sean McKenzie, Rick Arrington, Spam and Bam, and Matthew King, The Overlord, Dewane Rockshow, Rick Davis, Black Mavericks, and our good friend, the Lord Commander Suddy. It's seriously because of your patronage. We keep these lights on. We keep this show going. So literally the only reason we were able to make it to this year's Extra Life was all your funds literally got us there. So we can't be more thankful enough for your patronage over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. So go there if you want your name read on this show or you want to listen to some behind the scenes after show goodness uh, like the show we're going to record tonight. That said, Kyle, it's time to square up the news. First bit of news that needs to be squared up, excuse me, is from Wesley LeBlanc over at Game Informer. Wesley writes, Sony has delayed half of its planned PlayStation Live service games. Sony announced it was acquiring Destiny 2 Maker Bungie for $3.6 billion in January of 2022. A week later, in a quarterly financial results briefing, Sony CFO Hiroki Totoki revealed that PlayStation planned to launch more than 10 live service games by March 2026, with Bungie helping the company in the space. And in an earnings call held today, Totoki stated that stated that of its 12 live service games, it will only release six by fiscal year 2025, which ends in March of 2026, as reported by the Video Games Chronicle. Earlier this year, Bloomberg reported that Bungie was evaluating some of PlayStation's in-development offerings, including Naughty Dog's Last of Us multiplayer project, which is reportedly on ice. It seems that evaluation has led to Sony retooling its approach as the company has delayed at least six live service games. Quote, we are reviewing this. We are trying as much as possible to ensure these games are enjoyed and liked by gamers for a long time, Totoki said on the earnings call, according to VGC. Of the 12 titles, six titles will be released by fiscal year 2025. That's our current plans. As for the remaining six titles, we are still working on that, end quote. Totoki continues stating, quote, that's the total number of live service and multiplayer multiplayer titles and mid to long term we want to push this kind of service and that's the unchanged policy of the company it's not like we stick to certain titles but game quality should be the most important thing end quote and we should note sony's gaming division has reported a record second quarter in terms of revenues of 6.32 billion dollars up 32 percent year over year as playstation 5 consoles reach 46.5 million shipped 
Ooh-wee, Kyle. So there's a whole lot here that happened literally the day of us posting last week, which is that PlayStation has come out and said that it has delayed over half of its live service offerings uh, to be delayed at a later date. That being said, Kyle, I want to know what your thoughts are of this news. How does it make you feel confidence-wise in PlayStation Studios right now? I mean, I'm still pretty, I would say I'm confident that they're going to put out good things, right? Like that last quote saying, game quality is the most important thing, which is good to hear. Yeah, uh, They're not just going to push these out when they're not ready or they're not up to snuff. So I'm still confident in it. Um, it's it, But I also fall back to like, what are we playing Yeah, <laughs> next year or so? Like what, what is in the, uh, in the near term? Because yeah. I mean, yeah, we are as close to 2024 as we are right now in this moment, which is wild to think. But to think they're not going to be, they'll be released until or before the end of fiscal year 2026. That's a long time out. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to hear about that. Just tell me what you're doing for me now. And that's kind of what I'm looking forward to. Mm -hmm. Um, And just like, give us what the few that we do know about. Actually, just show us what it is. Concord, Fair Games. like sh- What are they? Yeah. Just show it to us at this point. Tell me if Last of Us is here, you know? Um, no, I, th- I think you're right. I think the one thing that, you know, I, this, this quote is pretty important is the last few weeks we have seen, you know, Sony take its share of lumps, whether that is, you know, Bungie coming out with, you know, their mass... Uh, layoffs we're seeing destiny seemingly at the moment in decline while then we're seeing you know layoff of contract workers over at naughty dog assumingly working on the last of us multiplayer game so it is kind of them reassuring folks that or investors rather that they are still working on these games they are going to come out sooner rather than later but they're going to meet that seal of approval uh, that you know Sony to be. So to me, I'm looking at this going, they're reassuring their shareholders that live service games is the thing that they're going to be putting out. And we're going to still get those 12 games, but maybe the first goal was a little bit too bullish of them. That said, Long Chicken writes in, Long time no see. I was busy renovating my house, but finally got some time to jump into Discord and throw a question your way. Ooh, you get some new ground molding? Like, what's what's going on? A kitchen Ooh, looking different? I caught it. Yeah. I caught the question. <laughs> Do you guys think there are any chance in hell we'll see a surprise announcement of the long-awaited The Last of Us multiplayer game at the Game Awards? I'm dying to play that game. As always, keep up the good work and much love from across the pond. Your favorite chicken. Appreciate it, Long Fact. Chicken. Uh, no, we won't see it. Really? Why? Why? I don't think we're going to see it. Why not? It was shown at the. Why not? Yeah, it was shown at the. You know, what is it? His was each... it shown? We saw some pictures, Kyle. I'm trying to be optimistic. That's what I, that's what I mean. Uh, last year. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that that's what I mean. We've, we've seen pictures and concept art. It's not like we've seen the teaser trailer yet, even. Yeah. And after hearing the news of it getting internally delayed and put on ice for a little bit, 
I don't think we're going to see it until earliest next year. I, 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 I don't know. I, would I love to see it? Absolutely. I can't sure. wait to play it. I, I, I hope it is what I, what I want it to be being a story driven factions, like a, a division with the last of us paint and, and world and lore and characters and whatnot on it. Um, but real, I'm trying to be realistic here. I don't see it at the game awards. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would be something though, you know, to see a major PlayStation game being revealed at the game awards. Like I'm thinking last year with horizon, right? Burning shores DLC, but still shown off at the game awards. I, I, <sighs> I think you're right. I think The Last of Us deserves a stage where, you know, all eyes are kind of on it. You know, maybe PlayStation thinks that this is, you know, The Last of Us is a staple of PlayStation. That's going to be the thing for a PlayStation show. Whereas, you know, we're celebrating games this year at the Game Awards. We're already hearing Baldur's Gate coming out and going, yeah, you'll, you'll hear the Xbox announcement. I think even the physical announcement sometime at Game, Game Awards. Expect the Xbox version to come out at the end of the year, but except, expect that announcement at the Game Awards. So if I'm tracking by that logic, I actually don't think you see The Last of Us multiplayer here. I actually think you see the Spider-Man DLC here. How, like, do you think that has more of a chance than The Last of Us multiplayer? We just got Spider-Man too. I know, but like, remember when Spider-Man first came out, I think like a month afterwards, they're like, and here's the DLC that we're going to be showcasing, the city that never sleeps. It's a smaller story. It comes out in pieces. He's Black Cat. I, man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Because I also think on the other hand, how long we until we saw Burning Shores from Forbidden West. Sure. Or Frozen Wilds from Zero Dawn. Yeah. Like those are at least a year apart from each other before we even saw that. This would be mere months before we see DLC. I, I'm not entirely sure. I, I think it's a, it's got a slight chance. I, I won't make it out to be like impossible. Um, I just I don't think so. I think as far as Sony goes, we're we're going to get the, uh, you know, some Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Mm, fair enough and that okay. that's going to be like the sony here's what you have to look forward to for playstation right. in a few months and and maybe a hint at like uh um rise of ronin or stellar that blade or so something great. along those lines like yeah maybe not a playstation studios thing but it is a thing that you can only play on playstation for at least the time being no I, you know what that's actually that's a better way of thinking about it because even in like this report with uh, for all the stockholders to see it's like they even said expect next year to be a little lighter when it comes to playstation first party stuff of course these games being delayed out uh definitely tell you that this year or next year is going to rely a lot on xdev it's going to rely a lot on second party and it's going to rely a lot on third party deals to kind of push the playstation through what would be considered a dry ish year but when you talk about stellar blade assuming that game is coming out next year let's hope you know it's supposed to come out this year so you know, we still haven't heard any news on it. Rise of Ronin as well is supposed to come out early next year. Knowing that some of their titles have been pushed out of early 2024 into mid to maybe late 2024. Yeah, I, I could kind of see something like 
you know, Final Fantasy, uh, you know, Rebirth coming out there and being like, here's a little bit more of this game. Go get hyped, mm-hmm. get excited. We'll see you in February when that game comes out. Because already there's Don't... still more details coming out about it. Yeah. Don't forget the first PlayStation 5 we- game we saw was at Game Awards, yeah. and that game was Godfall. Yeah. Game of the year. Not a PlayStation Studio game. Right. So, like, they are not afraid to show off what you can play on PlayStation and not being a studio's first party kind of title. Yeah. And honestly, as far as like all these delays go, it's kind of expected, you know, they've had a rough go at this, but you're also seeing them. What we talked about a few weeks ago when people yelled at me for saying like, last was ain't doing great. Um, is them kind of going back to kind of restructure and try it again. Uh, that's why you've been seeing so much movement within PlayStation organization is they need some fresh brains at this thinking of, you know, a different strategy on how they approach games and service, live service games uh, in their, you know, portfolio. It's something it's in as we kind of like grit our teeth and like kind of bear it. It's something that PlayStation knows they need. And so many other publishers know that they need games like this and they need to make sure, you know, again, we're talking about this, uh, uh, we talk about this constantly, but they need to make sure that those games, when they come out, you know, Jim Ryan even said it, we, we know not every one of these games are going to be not scientific word, but a banger. So yeah, that's right. I used it. If I feel like it was appropriate. Um, but we need to make sure that the quality is there. So to me, I think, yeah, PlayStation's reputation is on the line as they experiment with something new. Go take your time, you know, just make sure you get the feeling of these games down and make sure you get it right. So to me, yeah, it it is what it is. It's awesome to see PlayStation 46.5 million consoles shipped. Hoo wee. It's a lot of PlayStations. That's a lot of it's customers. A lot of PlayStations. How many of them? You have about 1.5 million. That's right. Look at this. Do you even want to know how I got the PlayStation 5, son? Nope. Not really. It's an awesome <laughs> trading deal from GameStop. I literally got this for 25 oh, bucks. Yeah. yeah. What? What'd you, did you trade the old one in? I traded the old one in and a, and a few games that I got this year. Hey. Yeah. And that's it. Bad. And honestly, again, it looks nice. Look at that. Yeah. You got fingerprints all over the front. That's right. I mean, though. yeah. The, yeah, it is what it is. You got a little sacred symbols right there. It's nice. Sweet. I'm happy for you. You look even like- though a weeks a few weeks ago you were like, no, nah, I don't need it. But when and look what happened. Look what happened. Mister O, FOMO doesn't hit me. Look at look well, what happened. Uh, but uh, honestly, you know what hits me? A good deal and a good steal. If I could get this for cheap, <laughs> why not? What? Okay. It, it, real talk. If you could get this for twenty five bucks, and all you got to do is trade in a. Your old PlayStation Five and Breath, or sorry, Tears of the Kingdom, that you ain't playing no more. Tell me mm-hmm. you're gonna do that. Well, it's hard for me to to say that when I literally have thirty dollars to my name. Exactly. So then all you got is five dollars. I mean, Dollar General gets you five meals and a cot. You know, a cot. Yeah. No, I don't need one of those. All right, fair enough. Take away the next story, sir, because this one's actually pretty excited. This one gets me a little excited. Yeah. Zarmina Khan over at PS Lifestyle writes, Sony testing streaming feature that allows game replay from specific points. 
Now that PS5 game streaming is live for PS Plus premium members in supported regions, Sony Sony Interactive Entertainment might be considering adding a feature that allows players to replay campaigns from specific points. A recently filed patent application suggests that Sony wants to give players the ability to stream certain moments in the camp in a campaign. Spotted by folks over at Xputer, the patent in question was filed by Sony in July 2023 and was published this month. It floats the idea of video games having quote-unquote trigger points that players can replay from while streaming. With Sony says, which Sony says would be similar to games that play like interactive movies. Trigger points could be boss battles, alternate endings, alternate storylines, or quote, quest integral to the storyline, end quote. In doing so, players won't be stuck replaying campaigns up to the point they want to experience again, especially in the absence of features like chapter select or manual saves. It'll also save them the hassles of fiddling with save files. Sony says the quote-unquote trigger points may be decided by the platform or third-party publisher quote for example the platform publisher or third-party publisher may associate each trigger point with the start of an activity example a battle a boss a quest a mission etc the patent application reads Ooh, now think of this at least this is how i was thinking about it uh, if you're a PlayStation Plus like extra or premium member, actually premium is, um, and you're playing one of those PlayStation One classics, and mm-hmm. you die, you can just rewind mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. gameplay. Um, I kind of think about it like that, where we're this time we're fast forwarding through points of a game that you know you want to relive. Like there are so many points. Like Spider Man Two is a, immediately that comes to mind. There are like three points in that game where I want to revisit. But you always kind of get hesitant because, you know, or not even hesitant. You After you're done playing it, you go, oh, man, I wish I put like a save there so I can experience it again for the second time. Or there are some times where I'm hesitant to go forward with something because I don't want to maybe trigger a boss that I'm not, you know, necessarily ready for. Or I messed up and I wasn't really listening to that cinematic, which happens to me mm-hmm. a lot. For those of you who have ADHD, y'all know what I'm talking about. So I think this is a really awesome feature, Kyle. What are, what are your thoughts on it, on about it? I do think it's an awesome feature if it is what you are saying. Okay. If we're going off of what this story reads, it is self-imposed by the dev or publisher at certain points. Mm-hmm. So, like, we can only replay things that they think is worthy of having that kind of feature. It's not like we can... Like, for example, I would love to be able to just hop in and play the ashtray maze moment in control whenever I want. But if if they said, no, it's only for boss battles and, and whatever, and, and not having the ability for me to place a, a put a flag, uh, 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 check it off, make a trigger point save state or something uh, on my own doing... Um, then I don't know how much I love this. Because, mm. like, I could see, I could see as, you know, a, a trophy hunter, this being awesome to use and go back, like, oh, I missed a collectible. Oh my God, Let me rewind nice. and go back. Yeah. But this doesn't sound like this is it. It seems like it's going to be like things that you're going to run in regardless mm. and just want to replay from just for the gameplay moments yeah it's not going to be like not not to use it to your own benefit like to farm or whatever it's it's literally just like 
go back and just redo the whole thing and like like what you did never happened before mm. uh, fair which enough. is a bit of a bummer fair. but it's cool yeah i'm not thinking of it through the trophy hunter perspective i'm thinking of it as just like someone who wants to go back on the roller coaster so like for me like i could understand if oh yeah, yeah, but it, it's it's not like it's not going to be as seamless as I'm going to press L1 and rewind time. I mean, who knows? It could be just simply. Well, that. It, it just says there's going to be points. Yeah, so where you, you can go back and choose them, and they're already predetermined. Well, listen, I watch a lot of Looper, okay, and so maybe I have higher <laughs> hopes than you because I, because of PlayStation Core, by the way, Looper. Remember that Hayden Christensen? Um. It's on there. What? You can watch it. Looper is one of the ga- the, the the movies they showed. Hayden Christensen is in Looper. Yeah, isn't he? Yeah. I thought that was uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. No, 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 no. Am I thinking of a different Looper? Yeah, go look it up. You might be. Go look it up because the one with uh, Levitt is a legitimate bop. Um, that being said, I, I think you're reading as it through like, yeah, this is more like a, a chapter select where I'm thinking of it as a, a a rewind feature. I'm thinking of it as like, this is a feature I know PlayStation first party, second party games are going to have. And if I'm a developer there, I'm looking at specific points uh, in time where like I know my audience is going to, you know, lose their crap over. For example, like, this is not a spoiler you see in the, in the trailer, but like when you see Venom for the first time in Spider-Man 2, I want to relive that moment. I know sure as shit that Insomniac is going to, you know, have that little, you meet this character here and mm-hmm. you go and, and you relive that scene. Or, you know, The Last of Us for the golf course, you want to get right to that point. What's that? That's Savoy Prime's favorite game. I'm just giving it a shout out. And then, bam, I get to relive that scene. And maybe I want to jump ahead to, you know, the, the you know, later oh. on with Abby. You're literally describing a chapter select. It's not a rewind feature. But And again, I'm trying to go like a little bit. I'm, I'm thinking of it like, yes, it's a chapter select in a way, but it's more like detailed. It's like you're not getting to chapter one you're getting to chapter one section c of that level that's Mm -hmm. how i'm i'm reading it it's like those specific moments that that developer knows it's going to grip you the player yes that's yeah no i agree but earlier you were saying that you could just rewind time to re-experience that that's not you're not there's not gonna be a button for you to instantly rewind or oh, fast forward. No, 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 no. That's not what I meant. I'm sorry. Then, then yeah, that okay, was a crappy okay. analogy by my part. Um Big Lou Pagano in chat, the Hayden Christensen movie you're talking about is jumper. Sorry, no. I get my I get my loopers and my jumpers. Jumper looper, you know, crossed I get it. Sometimes jumper. Who could I've forget? only seen looper. I've never seen jumper. Saw looper once, and I was not a. I'm not a fan of the Bruce Willis forehead that uh, Levitt's got okay. going on. That was very weird. Didn't didn't okay. approve. Didn't That's approve. Fair. One bit, um, but yeah, this is this is awesome. I hope we see this soon. That said, Kyle, a little bit of some flash news, just mix into the main show. Gotta run fast just for this one little second. Um, the PlayStation Five turns three years old. Holy crap, that's how time works. And then mm-hmm. to hit you with another doozy, the PlayStation Four also turned ten years old. How are you Ooh. feeling, Kyle? Why is it more sore? Why? Which one is more sore? I mean, I think the PlayStation Four one ages me a bit. Uh, 
in a way, yeah. I'm I, I'm more shocked that PS5 turns three. If I'm totally honest, really. P- <clears throat> PS4 does seem like a long time ago. Yeah. PS5 o- already turning three seems like it was yesterday. Me getting a PlayStation Five. Yeah. And the, and everything we have lived through from the PS5 so much coming trauma. out. It's just uh, it's a lot, and to think we figured this out over the weekend with Mike and Kelsey that we all met seven years ago, which is like in the middle of this. Yeah. <laughs> so like that is what hurts more. Not from that. I'm upset that I met you. Yeah. Just the fact I that it's it. been be seven too. years. You seem like you hold a lot like, of resentment from that day. <laughs> well, <laughs> but oh, yeah, I think the, the, no, you're not. Stop. The PS5 turning three, I think, makes me more yeah. upset than the PS4. Fair. Do you think we'll have fond memories of the PlayStation 5 the same way we do four when it turns 10? Yes. Because yes. every time I Easily, yes. I hear people go, I'm waiting for this generation to really start up. Those people don't play games the way we play games. Yeah. They play the big releases. They play the annual releases. Sure. They don't play... The nitty gritty stuff. Sure. I think if you're a PlayStation. Or they're so set in their ways that they don't want to try anything new. Yeah. I, which I guess is one and the same. I think like, cause I even hold, I hold some of that. I'm one of those people. Cause like, I hold a little bit of that. Like, I feel like we are getting now to the point right here, right now, where you're seeing some truly next gen stuff out of these games, i.e. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man 2 and Alan Wake 2. Put some like, respect on Forbidden West. And Forbidden West. Uh, but like, yo, know, I think it feels a little bit more of the continuation of PlayStation 4 success. But mm-hmm. I think when we take a step back, you know, seven years from now, out of our Tesla hover cars um, that he promised, that we're going to take a look at it going, wow, this was actually a really great generation of of content. Like, this was, like, Returnal is still one of the the, the best mm. games coming out of this generation for me. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. think I think we're kind of a, a little. A part of it is maybe we're a little spoiled rotten, but oh, one thousand percent we are. Yeah, but PlayStation Four, man, that was what a time to be alive, especially Absolutely. during that launch. Like, yeah, I think Wario shared the first like advertisement of like greatness awaits. It's like, oh, that was. A superb trailer. One of my first days working at GameStop was the PS4 launch day. Ooh, okay. So, yeah, yeah, I remember it well. I remember bringing that that box home like Stingray in chat. I also belt buckled it into my car. Same. (laughs) After the midnight release, I came home. I I opened it right up and immediately hopped into Resogun and Contrast, I think, were the PS Plus games on launch and just had a grand old time it was amazing guess what the first game i played was uh i think i know this you're not gonna know it it's it's gonna come out of left field you're not gonna you'll be like what is it not assassin's creed black flag nope oh Hmm. it is wait for it drum roll battlefield 4 battlefield was the first game i remember playing on my playstation 4 and then it was resogun never Mm -hmm. messed with contrast and then shortly Mm -hmm. after was uh the goat that is black flag yeah 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 yeah. yep and knack (laughs) no we kill that with fire and honestly honestly (laughs) uh shout out to Killzone as well Shadowfall was so good it was so good Uh, face me in any pistols only match i'm gonna just i'm gonna I'll put you to the ground. Is what I uh, do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All yeah. right, Kyle. I'm ready to get upset again. 
this was nice to relive some memories, but I'm here to get upset and talk about taxes. All right. Sure. Uh, a lot of this comes from Todd Spangler over, over at Vanity. The Game Awards 2023 nominations, Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, lead the pack with eight noms each. So it's Alan Wake versus Baldur's Gate 3, baby! It wouldn't be, this, I believe, is you, Joe, yep. writing this? Yep. Uh, it wouldn't be a Jeff show without a little controversy. Ooh. Speaking of, Dave the Diver isn't an indie game, but Baldur's Gate 3 is. Mm-hmm. Octopath Traveler, not the best RPG? Nope. Starfield and Final Fantasy 16 soundtrack snub. Ooh wee. Whew. But the biggest award of the Game Awards is always the game of the year. Right. And these are the following nominations for Jeff Show on December 7th. Yep. Catch us live. Alan Wake 2. Catch us live. We'll be here. Alan Wake 2, Remedy Entertainment, Epic Games Publishing, Baldur's Gate 3, Laurian Studios, Marvel, Spider-Man 2, and Samniac Games and Sony Interactive Entertainment. Resident Evil 4 by Cap Oh, excuse me, by Capcom. Super Mario Brothers Wonder from Nintendo and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom also from Nintendo. Is that the indie game? On those? Don't get me started. Not the indie game. <laughs> uh the most nominations of the show, Baldur's Gate 3 and Alan Wake, both have 8. Number 2 is Spider-Man 2 with 7. Ooh. Also, little note uh, to go to the Game Awards. You can't because all the tickets are already sold out. Ooh, and a lot of those tickets were whew, very pricey. Yeah, very. He up his very game. pricey. He's like, listen, we got well, the the outside seats were the typical forty bucks. Oh, okay. If you want to sit in the middle sections, I think there were upwards of like two thirty, two twenty, two thirty. Ooh, too rich for my blood. <laughs> That's what it is. <sighs> Way too much. Uh, writes in, hey guys. So with the Game Awards nominations out, what do you think got snubbed this year? As with game, uh, sorry, as with a game like this year, you expect some snubs. So. What are you guys, or what are you two guys' biggest snubs of the nominations? What do you think uh, got snubbed here? Why is it Starfield that didn't get the game of the year? Because I really liked it a lot, and now I'm upset. Uh, well, that's not my snub. Okay. Because I didn't play Starfield. So I, I, I'm i only going off the things that I Jeff played. Jeff is crooked. This whole thing is a skewed. It's it's deep state inside well, the game. It's awards. not just Jeff. It's the outlets that pick the nominations that Biased. nominate games. So biased against um, Bethesda, they say. I'm angry. I'm outraged, Kyle. My game that I oh liked a boy. lot, I don't see on that list. I'm gonna flip a table, Kyle. Is what I'll yeah, do. Yeah, I I don't see Final Fantasy 16 on that list. You're right. Mm-mm. Um. I think that's that is a huge snub just for the fact that we won't get to hear the Final Fantasy 16 music from the Game Awards Orchestra. Yeah, uh, that's a huge bummer. Huge bummer. Um, this is just me, and I realize it's in my circles of like of social media and people I know who play games. Sure. I'm not seeing a whole lot of hype over Wonder. Really? Like I know people like it, but I'm not seeing everyone on Twitter going like, "Oh my god, this is the." Best Mario game I've played in forever. Yeah. Like, I'm not seeing, I'm, I could see that literally about all the other nominees. I just did not see much about Wonder. Um, so I think maybe just the fact that it is a new Mario game, mm-hmm. that is what pushed it into the nomination. The Nintendo tax. A little bit. The Nintendo yeah. refund, maybe even, you would say. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> I, I'm a little shocked for that. I'm once again, way more upset that i should be over the sports category right 
uh one sports game four racing games all lumped into one thing yes f1 is a sport but it's also a racing racer um i it just that shocks me and i i need more of these outlets to actually like take a look at other sports games Mm. instead of just going to like here's hot wheels 2 yeah okay like rugby the world of flames Sure, rugby, cricket, like there, NBA Two K, which I, uh, it's not the best this year, and will be the show. Like there are other things there. Um, I'm shocked. See, the stars is also not in the game of the year list. Yeah, and just in general, of all the years, of all the years, to expand the nominations for game of the year, it's this year, right? Um, no, you're nuts. No. Why not? I think making it a standard six, I think is just like, yeah, this is what it is. It's a six of the best of the best. I think what's what's on the game of the year, year list does surprise me. Like, I love Resident Evil 4 Remake. I think it's stellar. But in mm-hmm. a year where so many stellar original games here, I don't think this game should be on that list. Whereas, like, yeah, I would love that to have gone to, like, an indie like Sea of Stars. Give more spotlight for those folks. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Resident Evil got enough spotlight. I know what it does and, and what it's done for that game is spectacular. And it is, again, on my short list. But put put some put some respect out there for, for some of the original titles. Um, yeah. I love how you have turned around from RE2 remake years ago. Well, it's because like, and, and, and like most people out there, like, oh, I can't it, it, have a remake up there for Game of the Year. Should it really count? And that's how I was for RE2 remake. Yeah. And then I played it. I was like, no, it absolutely deserves it. And now RE4, an exceptionally made game, exceptionally. one of my favorite games of the year. I could see it being in Game of the Year. I just find it funny how a lot of people are like, no, a remake shouldn't be in there. And I think it's just because you take a look at 2019 versus 2023 in terms of just the mm. sheer amount of nines and like tens that mm. we're getting. Mm. Again, not to mm-hmm. say it's not mm-hmm. deserved. It's just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. You know, I get it. Yeah, there's just so much. But again, at the same exact time, this is Jeff's list. This ain't mine. Um, my biggest problem with this list, though, Kyle, is it seems like. Because Jeff loves AI so much, he pretty much threw this whole thing into ChatGPT, and it's it kind of mm. shot this out. Mm. Like Octopath, yeah, Lines of P also being an RPG. What what are we doing? Exactly. Like that's and, and the, I think the we were on the train when the, when this uh, dropped, so we were watching on the train together, and seeing the description for RPG, it's basically like any game where you can customize your character and is a massive multiplayer yeah. component. There's way more to an RPG than just customizing your character. Yeah. And, you know, for example, as well, like Diablo 4 should be in there. The way you sure. can customize a class. Absolutely. Is yeah, yeah. F- that is, mind-blowing. I, I I know how you feel. Diablo 4 should have gotten a, a couple more nominations, mm-hmm. even though I think Massively overall it did drop the ball here and there. Yep. On the live service aspects. element, sure. Yeah. Yeah. But again, and it's also picking that ball back up. But I would say as that game launched, the systems that are at play, it, that that game was exceptional for an RPG. It should have been up there. Um, mm-hmm. Dave the Diver, I found out, isn't an indie game. It's a, a small group within a large publisher that mm-hmm. put out this game. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. I think this, I understand the outcry. And I would like to just meet it with, a different angle. We're about to enter into this part of the industry where 
indie developers don't need major publishers to make a game like Baldur's Gate 3 and it be an indie game. Like, we are starting to see triple-I independent studios making triple-A-like or at the same level of and even beyond, um, you know, games. Like, take a look at Alan Wake 2. Remedy is an independent studio. Baldur's Gate 3, Larian is an independent studio. You know, Remedy got uh, publishing via Epic Games, and that definitely helped. But, like, those two are independent studios making two of the most critically acclaimed games this year. I think that's a really exciting thing that I think we're losing the point on because I do think in a few years time, the indie category is going to look different. And I think it will be broken up into, you know, best triple I game versus best indie game. I think that's going to be really interesting to see how that evolves. But even there, I, I think there yeah. was some some snub some snubbery. I I, I think a, an easy workaround for that, just right in the moment, not really putting too much thought into it. Mm. Um, a nice little change for the indie categories would be like best self published game. Yes. Best indie published by an outside company or something along those lines right. to maybe to maybe fix that whole hubbub because yeah i mean even like the issue with like lines of p technically an indie but it has so many devs on that and it's underneath a big publisher that has a lot of money so it's in that weird spot uh and yeah larian is all on its own and and, and doing it all on its own it has a ton of money backing and whatnot but it is independent yeah um so yeah the indie space is very very weird at the moment and those lines are blurred every waking second and every new indie game that comes out Mm -hmm. which makes all this super super confusing yeah super confusing and it's going to be a really interesting time for the next five to like seven years as we see indie studios do we're going to see way more kinas that we thought we were going to see yeah that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That said, for every Jeff stumble, I shall take it upon myself to capitalize. Of course, uh, earlier this week, because y'all unlocked it in the first like hour of fundraising, we announced the Platties 2023. We are completely rebranding the Trophy Room Awards because Trophy Room Awards was getting in the way of our fans. So we wanted to make a special award show Totally rebrand from the ground up. It is the Platties 2023, a uh, award show made by the players for the game developers, the studios, the individuals that made 2023 one of the best years in gaming. Um, You might say, well, Joe, what's this all about? Well, thank you for asking. Uh, This is a, what we do each and every year is we send out a Google form of 30 plus categories, 80 plus contestants um, from AAA to indie games. We want to spotlight the people that make this year and who have made this year so incredible as oftentimes we're seeing layoffs and just all types of awfulness. We want to take a moment to say thank you for being so incredibly talented. Thank you for putting out the games that we love. Thank you for making this industry a better place. 
And that's what the Platys 2023 is all about. Voting begins right now. Uh, link in the description of the podcast. If you are live, guess what? I'm throwing a link out in the chat. Go ahead, start voting for your game of the year. And to speaking of, here's the list of our game of the year nominees. Kyle, let's read it off one by one. You take the first one, sir. Alan Wake 2 from Remedy Entertainment. Ooh-wee. Baldur's Gate 3 by Larian Studios. Final Fantasy 16 from Square Enix and Creative Business Unit 3, I think it is. That's right. Lies of P by Studio 8 and NeoWiz. Sea of Stars from Sabotage Studio. And last but not least, Spider-Man 2 made by Insomniac Games. That's a much different list for the rundown. Yeah. Alan Wake 2. And, and, and games, yes, we're a PlayStation podcast. Yeah. So games you can play on your PlayStation. Yeah. There will be games outside of PlayStation we absolutely love. Yeah. But when it comes to our award show, we want to highlight things you can play on PlayStation. Yeah. And again, rundown, Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Final Fantasy 16, Lies of P, Sea of Stars, and Spider-Man 2 are our Game of the Year nominees. Um this is really exciting. I, I love to see that our list is so drastically different <laughs> from, you know, some of the biggest oh. ones out there. It's awesome to see. I, 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 another little uh, jab at Jeff's show. Oh, oh, okay. A little salt. I like this. A little bit. Right. And uh, it's something that I think I, not that I think that I, I know that something, what is happening? Words. Something that we do that I love when it comes to our award show. Mm-hmm. We don't, group we don't limit it only to like five performances yeah because that is jeff only has five performances we have best performance uh, for uh um male presenting and best performance for female presenting yeah um and i think those lists are incredible mm-hmm. I, w- I just want to highlight my favorite nominee yeah. not saying it but will win oh, or okay, whatever okay but I was very proud of, of including this, and I think Joe, you'll you'll also appreciate this as well. Very clever, at home. Very clever. Uh, Baldur's Gate three. Amelia Tyler, the narrator. Yes. We are nominating because Amelia had so much heavy lifting to do. So much. Uh, and she crushed it. Yeah. The, there is no Baldur's Gate three without Amelia's narrating. Mm-mm. So I I really appreciate that one as well. When you threw that one out for best female performance. Um, I, I, I was just like, this is why you're the smarter one here. <laughs> like this, yeah. you blew my mind. I was like, yeah, you can't have, and nothing in Baldur's Gate's you know, moves without her voice. And like, she's oh. setting the tone for each mm-hmm. scene, each mm-hmm. reaction. Like, yeah, Amelia, shout out to, to you. Um, for me, Kyle, I think the toughest performance is going to be uh best, uh, male performance where we have Yuri Lowenthal. For Peter Parker, Najit Jeter as Miles Morales. Both are Spider-Man, by the way. Uh, ben Starr as Clive Rosefield. Uh, and I'm going to butcher his name, and I apologize. Ika Vili uh, as Alan Wake. Nashir, Nashir uh, Dalal as Bode Akuna. And Neil Newburn uh, as a- Astrian from Baldur's Gate. Oh, sorry, Astarian from mm-hmm. Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. Uh, that one's going to be real tough because there are 
uh, like all of them <laughs> are just so incredibly talented. Like yeah. Yuri Lowenthal is when I think of just Spider-Man in general, I'm not thinking mm-hmm. Tom Holland. I am actually thinking Yuri. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Alan Wake is just incredible. Ben's mm-hmm. performance as Clive Rosefield is oh my goodness phenomenal. Except the truth, everybody. Nashir eight eight this year is not just play well i can't really say it he's playing a character in spider-man which i loved but he's played uh-huh. one of my favorite characters in a, in the star wars game uh boat mm-hmm. is just incredible so like yeah and kotalu and burning shores too yeah, he's all over the place yeah so like i love to see him get so so many opportunities and absolutely crush i would love yeah. if there's anybody on this list that we can talk to uh it is definitely nashir because I really want I wanted him to answer the question. You got a script for a Star Wars and a Spider-Man. And you got two roles <laughs> where you just absolutely ate it up in the best mm-hmm. way possible. Like yeah. stellar performances all around by by these great talented artists. Yeah. For sure. Shout out to uh, Best Horror. Oh, yes. Oh, boy. That's going to be a bloodbath. <laughs> Alan Wake 2, Dead Space Remake, Resident Evil 4 Remake, and Bramble. Good God almighty. (laughs) (laughs) Lord in heaven, I do declare. Um, And then shout out, listen, Xbox fans, don't worry. The Xbox tax trickles down. We got you. Okay? We got you. Relax. Best non-PlayStation game, Dave the Diver comes here because it's not on PlayStation yet. Hi-Fi Rush, which shout out to that game for being so stunningly beautiful. So damn great at what it's doing. Uh, Pikmin 4. For the kids out there, I got to play a little bit of Pikmin before. I liked it quite a bit, by God. Uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Of course, I love that game so gosh darn much. It is a fantastic sequel to Breath of the Wild. And last but not leastly, Starfield. So Xbox oh. fans who are listening, put your money where your angered pocket is and vote for Starfield for best non playstation game i love this category because though we are a playstation podcast it kind of brings in the spirit of what the trophy room is which is we're a podcast we're, we're gamers at the end of the day and sometimes we turn off our playstation we turn on a nintendo or we turn on an xbox yeah. and our hands burn for a few minutes but sometimes yeah. the burn starts feeling good you know yeah and if this is your first time hearing about our end of the year game uh, award show uh the way it works is your vote will count as a third mm-hmm Joe and I each get a vote. Yep. So when we do our big show, uh, we'll tell you our votes for each one there. If there's a tiebreaker, you guys decide the winner. Yes. Um, so that is how we do our award show because our community is a huge part of it and is very important to us. And uh, we want to make sure your voices are heard. So voting is very, very important. So yeah. please share that out. If you want to see your favorite game uh, win an award, that's fantastic. But also, just celebrate any game or experience you played. Like, don't take these, even ours, don't take our awards so seriously. Like, it's all you think about and you fight about with people. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Video games are awesome. Yeah. Just enjoy what we got to play this year. Unprecedented year. It's fine. It doesn't take away your experiences of what you did. Yeah. And I think that that's the spirit of what this award show is. It's like just celebrating the folks that made this year possible which has been one of the best years for game releases and as we often say one of the worst years for for devs out there and so for Mm -hmm. us to to try to put a spotlight on all this creative work and you know just give them the shout out that they deserve i think is 
just all we're trying to do. That being said, mm-hmm. as well, best RPG category has uh, Octopath Traveler too, because this is a civilized place. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Come on. What was that do? There was only five. That's that's the thing that angered me here. There was only five in that category. You couldn't put, you couldn't put Octopath at six. Well, like, well, I nobody loves Lies of P more than I. Yeah. I would have put Octopath over Lies of P. Yeah. Even I know that. Come on. In that category. I'll fight you. I didn't even play Octopath, but I know. I know it's good. <laughs> Where's Star Ocean second story are? What are we talking? What are we talking about here? here? What are we talking about? Outlets? What are we doing? Come on. So the platies voting starts right now. It ends on December fifteenth, and then it airs January eleventh. Because what we like to do is we like to make it a whole big pageantry. We want to get all the the people involved, all the devs, shout them out, edit mm-hmm. their show, bring special guests. It's going to be a whole big thing all about camaraderie and video games, as it's always supposed to be. Now we about. we got to play a lot of them, too, still. I mean, I, yeah, I got I got I to gotta beat, got beat two of them, and I'm on the end of one of them. And I am so enthralled, and I cannot. <laughs> Ooh, I can't wait to talk to y'all about it. So again, link in the description. I'm going to be very unbearable about it for the next month. So make sure you go out there and you vote. All right, Kyle. That's yeah. it for the platies. That's it for the Game Awards for now. And again, we'll mm-hmm. react to Jeff's show on mm-hmm. December 7th as well. Live reacting to. And yeah, that being said... Kyle, uh, I kind of want to do a little what you've been playing segment. Of course, we played a lot of games this past weekend, but to make it PlayStation themed, I have gotten my hands on the PlayStation portal. Perfect timing, the Black Harry Potter in chat. Yes. He, it, they just wrote, did I miss the portal overview? Nope. Oh, it's You're right here. here. It's perfect. <laughs> You're right on time, buddy. <laughs> so, Kyle, you got any questions for me about the PlayStation portal? Because I've been playing a whole lot of it. Whole eight hours. Yeah. Ago. So, I I don't want to ask questions that I feel like I know the answers to. Huh? I'm pretty sure I know how it feels. If you held a dual sense, yeah. you probably have held the portal. It tastes great. Uh, I definitely didn't. I never licked a dual sense in my life, so I the first. don't know what you're doing here. Um, it's vaguely sexual. My, <laughs> my biggest thing is just how is the lag of streaming right straight to the portal? Like that is my like I mine is in the mail. GameStop messed up, like I think a lot of people, and uh, we'll get it probably at the end of the week. Damn, who knows? Damn. Um, I want to know, like, is my Wi-Fi, is Wi-Fi good enough to stream to this thing? Is like, how is performance-wise? Okay, it varies. So, just to bear note, this is the PlayStation Portal. No, we didn't get a copy. PlayStation doesn't love us like that. So I went out there. I got up in the bright and early, and I've been playing again a good about eight hours of the PlayStation Portal exclusively. So take this as our uh, right now intermittent, you know, impressions of the console. I have, so I, I, I want to say it varies. So when it comes to lag, the first thing I did was I booted up my PlayStation. Uh, my PlayStation is a wired connection. Okay. I do not mess with so Wi-Fi at all in the slightest. And I started playing Lies of P in my room right across from my, my PlayStation as I would like if I was just playing my PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Um, no lag whatsoever. 
I didn't experience yeah. a gosh dang thing. Now, also, to bear in mind, I have gigabit internet, so my internet is pretty stellar. I don't have to worry okay. about much. So if you're in an urban area like me, if you're in the tri-state area especially, this thing right here is a great second screen right off the bat because there is mm-hmm. barely any noticeable lag none that i saw like every time i died at on liza p it was not because of that one second delay it was because i was Mm -hmm. dumb and this guy this big dude with big bulking like tree for arms is killing me in this cottage over and over and over again uh (laughs) then afterwards i played spider-man on the playstation 5 of course really quickly yeah before you get into spider-man Have you only played in that room? Have you chested out in other rooms of the house? Well, that's a great thing that you mentioned that. So when I'm playing Spider-Man, I walked downstairs uh, into my recliner where I would be playing this if I didn't have, like, this is where I would be playing. This is my dream locale. I'm on the Lazy Boy Mm -hmm. with my PlayStation Portal. No lag. Still no lag. Sweet. Went down into my basement. Um, Broke out the portal there. Still no lag. Then I took this thing on the ultimate test. I played Sea of Stars on the toilet. Okay. Ain't never been an experience like that. (laughs) My legs went numb. This was... God, I can't wait to pop a platinum and pop a poop at the same time. Pop a poopy trophy. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Please don't draw that, (laughs) Janus. But um, but yeah, no noticeable lag, though my connection went down slightly. Okay. Here's where it gets a little tricky. Okay. It's the plumbing. <laughs> no. I went, okay, now let me go take this on the road. I'm gonna go on to a, yeah, I'm gonna go to Starbucks. They got Wi Fi over there. They got public okay. Wi-Fi. Yeah. I got me a, uh, a, a uh, you know pumpkin spice lottie. And I sat down and I attempted to play the PlayStation Portal. Mm-hmm. Ain't no way that's happening. <laughs> Could have told you that. Yep, nope, nope. <laughs> didn't, didn't let me go in the slightest bit. Um, Try to pop my hotspot. Didn't work whatsoever. Um, I tried more public, like, Wi-Fi areas. Nothing. So yeah. as of right now, for me, this is, as once I'm out of the house, this thing is useless. Is how mm-hmm. I'm seeing it at the moment. Mm-hmm. This is definitely a second screen experience for those of whom who like remote play in their house with a wired connection. I saw a question of like, did you attempt to play cloud-based games on this console? Sorry, not a console. On on the the handheld tab. Yeah. Don't do that (laughs) because you're already getting lag from the cloud-based service and you're just adding more lag upon lag. So it's Mm -hmm. not a preferred time. This is okay. also not where I tried to play Call of Duty on it. Don't play Call of Duty on this. Don't attempt multiplayer. That would be a silly thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, this ha- this is a very this is a very particular item. And when I was out and about trying to test it out on like again public Wi-Fi spots, I was just like, man, if only this thing did have some type of like cloud. Like if I could play the PlayStation Plus cloud like games on here, this would be so cool. Mm-hmm. But it's those like subtle like you know drawbacks that are a bit of a bummer because if you do have not the best internet in the world, if you do have a non-wired connection, 
it's going to be a bit of a it's it, it you're going to experience the those lag spikes and mm-hmm. the other thing i do want to talk about when it comes to lag and i know this is a ted talk i get to your next question when i went to in, in public with this um and i always hate when in reviews like people go stare at you weird people stare at me weird all the time and they tell me to put my pants back on and leave the lows but uh you know i was out in public and i i i went back home um, it had a really hard time trying to find my home connection again. And then when it did, um, it was lag city. And I actually had to reset this uh, peripheral to get it to work completely fine again. So there are some weird okay. hiccups if you're switching Wi-Fi spots. All right, Kyle, next okay. question. I'm sorry. That was a lot. Uh, it seems like you've been playing it nonstop. How's that battery life? I am on one battery so far. So I would assume okay. that this is about six hours of batteries, but I will get back to you on that. Be, okay. I want a few more charges okay. in there before I know for sure. Okay. Any, um, what sort of looking for? I don't know. Uh, it's. Well, what are you looking for? What are, what are we, what are we, Kyle, what are we trying to say here? Know. What are we trying to say? Your brain literally just shut off. Boop, 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 boop. You, you want to know why? It's because someone's taking a shower and that noise is, ah. is is like it's me the the water running is driving me nuts i got you um any compromise to the dual sense is it like a dual sense all the features are there it's it's not just uh it's it's still essentially a dual sense split in half oh my god yes it is it is a dual sense split in half when people are like it looks goofy it looks dumb i don't care it feels great that's why i got this thing i Mm -hmm. i I look at the Nintendo Switch, and I'm like, I can't even with you. Like, the weird rectangle, <laughs> like, I can't. I'd rather have these dumb cones on the mm-hmm. side because it feels mm-hmm. legitimately just like a PlayStation uh, uh, DualSense controller. The only difference that I've noticed as I'm dropping all the stuff to hang on to my Edge controller, the only thing that's really different about these two is the analog sticks. The analog sticks on the... Um, on the portal are slightly smaller than the edge. But other than that, honestly, they but feel they're the same as a regular dual sense. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's just the analog yeah. sticks okay. are just a little bit smaller. And then at the end of the day, it's still a dual sense controller. So you still get the, the flipping motion in Spider-Man down. You're still getting that, you know, that um, haptic feedback when you're shooting a gun and ratchet and clank of which I played. Mm-hmm. And it's weird to be playing a portal and watching portals being like strewn about <laughs> um but yeah no this is a dual sense controller and i was even at one point i was playing it like it was a dual sense where i'm like let me just put the the controller down under my desk and let me just start playing let me let me throw it over on the couch exactly let me just throw it to the <laughs> yeah so it, uh, it feels how good. how is it a, a tough setup it's confusing setup is it literally just signing into playstation network and you're done very easy setup it's pretty much that it walks you through it it takes about there's like a minute for it to update um and then afterwards all you got to do is click on the uh, remote play allow remote play on your console and here's the cool thing about it this is how easy remote play is on the portal you can actually switch users on the PlayStation portal. So in my household, we have three PlayStation 5s, right? Mm-hmm. We're soon to be two. But we have two PlayStation 5s. So I get to switch. Do I want to be playing on my PlayStation 5? Or do I want to be playing on my brother's PlayStation 5? And that is actually really cool. There's like a little side cool. tab. 
which if any of the PlayStations were connected, I'd be showing off. But there's a little mm-hmm. side tab that you press and you go, PlayStation 5, which one do you want? And you click it and immediately it loads up and you get this little, you know, Doctor Strange portal and it just portals you in to the PlayStation. Great question. Uh, qu- question. Yeah. Because uh, uh, I think we were trying to figure this out when it first was shown off. Yeah. Does your PlayStation have to be on and not in rest mode for it to work? Or can you press the PlayStation button on your portal and will wake up your PlayStation from rest mode? I'm assuming that's a great question because I only played it with my PlayStation uh, off. And then when I was downstairs, I never really cared to bother to look. So that's a good question. I'll get back to you on that. But I assume you're turning your PlayStation on. Okay. Sometimes that beat up be, be long. And it sure it's straight yeah, yeah. up it's mirroring your PlayStation Five. So like, you know, your partner, I'm just thinking like uh, to turn on my PlayStation, I never hit the button on the uh, actual console. Yeah, I just hit the Dual Sense to turn it on. Yeah. I, so I'm wondering if Portal's the same yeah. kind of. Thing. I'll check a look on that. Yeah, check a look. Where is the PlayStation button on that bad boy? Uh oh, it is right here on the side. You just press it and it turns oh. on. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I see it. Okay. Yeah. I was like, wait, that's the share button. No, it's right next to the share button. Yeah. Yeah. It's right next to the share button. And then the mute button here, because there's a microphone, is right there. Speaking mm. of. You, oh, yeah. Yeah. Audio speakers, they work. Man, oh, man. All right. This is. I know no Bluetooth, so no AirPods or anything like that. that so uh, I'm going to say it and I'm going to I'm going to cuss. So I'm going to try to mute. Fucking sucks. That is such a huge that that is such a PlayStation wants your money to go out there buy the earbuds. That is so stupid. It it really hurts the viability of this console. The speakers are decent. They're not like, oh my god, this is amazing. They're decent to okay. If you are in a loud environment, these are not good headphones. You want something that isolates the experience. You want your AirPods. It is the, it is the PlayStation tax. It is them saying, listen, we want you to only use our peripherals and our peripherals only. That really sucks. This should have a Bluetooth chip in it so you could be listening to your AirPods or, or whatever, you know, type of type of wireless earbud that you have. That sucks. The speakers are serviceable. There is a headphone jack that I will be using, but I shouldn't have to go out there to Walgreens, pop a $5 earbud because PlayStation is too cheap to go out there and put a Bluetooth chip in yeah. this console yeah. or peripheral rather. Yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah. That, that's really annoying. <laughs> yeah. I get yeah. it. Any other questions you got for me, sir? Not for me, but Bertos Maximus Ooh. has a question. Ooh. Good evening, gentlemen. I want to start off by saying that I hope you had a good weekend and had lots of fun. Oh, and I effing love Spider-Man. Ooh-wee. The visuals are so stunning and made me want to cry, which is the first time a video game has done this in a long time. Yep. Now for the question. I need both of your help in deciding whether the portal is worth my money. Is there going to be restrictions on what you can do? For example, what games can be played on it? <laughs> Joe kind of hinted at that. Like, don't really try multiplayer. No. Um also, is it Wi-Fi only, or is there like a data version, like a Wi-Fi dongle? Wi-Fi only. Wi-Fi only. Right? Yep. As always, thank you for the amazing content, and keep safe while hunting those sweet, sweet trophies. House Slanger for the win. That's right. What even is House Banger, your friend from across the pond? Couldn't even tell you. Couldn't even tell you. Um, yeah, I. it's the weirdest thing, because I really love it, but I can't necessarily recommend it. Because it is such a 
for example, I'm not running into many issues, right? Like I've ran into that one finicky thing, but I see people that are trying to play Spider-Man and it's just wonky. And then I'm seeing people play yeah. GT7 and it is fine. So yeah. your internet is going to vary means that how viable this option is, is going to vary to you. Yeah. Um, you could easily get a similar experience by just putting up the PlayStation remote app on your phone and connecting a controller to it. You can very much mm-hmm. do that. It's going to save you 200 bucks, but there is that cumbersome side of like, I don't want my texts or my alerts going off while I'm trying to game. Right. The, the, the weird hiccup yeah. that I have. Uh, but if your internet is not up to snuff and if your PlayStation is not hooked up to wired, it becomes a, a, a harder sell. But it's not like this thing sucks because there's so much promise to it. I just feel like this thing could be even more if there was just a way to stream some of these games. Um, if this was a streaming tab like the Logitech G cloud or, or, or whatever have you, this would be like a, yeah, sure, absolutely, go that out there and get it. But because you're hooked up to your PlayStation 5, because you're connected to it, it limits what this thing is capable of doing, and your internet limits what this thing is capable of doing. So it becomes a harder sell that, like, this thing is not for everyone, and that is completely fine. It is for me, yeah. for someone who wants to not buy a third PlayStation 5 in the house, um, it's it's easy for me. And it's definitely for folks that have kids or have that partner that they want to just be around like there are some times i want to you know chill with my brother but i want to also play spider-man mm-hmm. like yeah. it's for those situations it's very much a vanity thing that's the main reason why i wanted to get it so i could watch sports and still play games at the same yeah time. and if you're wired i bet you're going to be able to do that pretty fine yeah yeah ghetto uh, berry also writes in yeah. Hey guys, hope you're both well and had a fantastic weekend. Extra Life looked like a massive success, smashing goal after goal. I'm so proud of everyone involved. Thank you so much. Uh, my question this week is regarding the PlayStation Portal. What kind of games would you recommend playing on it? Can you play Fortnite with it? Nope. Or should I stick with slow games like Metal Gear Solid Collection yes. while my partner is watching YouTube on the telly? Oh, I Yes. I know you'll need great Wi-Fi, and luckily we just had a new high-speed modem installed. But I want to know if playing Spider-Man 2 has the same experience as playing it on the TV screen, or if the portal is only good for Power Wash Simulator or similar capacity of those games. Take care, guys. And your Joe, your puppy is gorgeous. Thank you. And then you crossed out yep. PS. Love you really, Kyle? Yeah. Haha. What? Because he, you cross that out? Because he, he threw some uh, anti-banger stuff in there. So I wanted it to be like, ah. you know, he's like, he really meant like, boo, the banger, house banger. But now I know how you're perceiving it, and my apologies. <laughs> That's not what I meant. <laughs> All right, while you're dealing with that imposter syndrome, I want to also say Power Wash Simulator <laughs> is on, is is part of the platies for DLC, by the way. Best one, DLC. One th- and best debut on PlayStation. Yep. You could clean the DeLorean. Need I say more? Yeah. Need I Come say on. more? The, the, the uh, uh, oh my God. Why am I flanking on the name? The Guard Scorpion yeah. from Final Fantasy VII Remake? Ooh. Yeah, that's in there. Ooh. Come on now. Yeah. Um, what games would I recommend playing it? I was playing Sea of Stars. That's where I noticed mm-hmm. actually some of the lag. But, okay. like, turn based games, yeah, your Metal Gear collection is going to be fine here. I was also mm-hmm. thinking, like, some older games, like Castlevania, like the, the Castlevania collection that you got from Limited Run. 
uh, early, uh, in the weekend would be perfect yeah. here. Would be absolutely yeah. perfect. That said, as yeah. well, playing games like disc based games, tried that. No problems. No no additional lag. Awesome. By the way. Yeah. Uh, and, and like Joe mentioned, Ghetto Berry, it seems like it runs pretty well if your PlayStation 5 is hardwired yeah. with an Ethernet cord. And it seems like you have at least one of those things. So, yeah, definitely the slower base games, but like yeah. no Fortnite on this, mister. No Call of Duty. No Honkai Star Rail, which is in the Platys. None of that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Kyle. That being said, there's one more additional story to this whole, you know, PlayStation Portal thing. So take it away. Okay. This comes from Zermina Khan over at PS Lifestyle. Zermina writes about the cloud gaming future. Hideaki Nishino has explained why the PlayStation Portal doesn't support cloud streaming. In a new interview, Nishino suggested that cloud streaming could potentially be supported by a handheld device. Speaking to Japanese outlet AV Watch, Nishino said that the main technical difference between remote play and cloud streaming is the location of the server, so there shouldn't be any technical limitations when it comes to supporting cloud gaming on the PlayStation Portal. However, Sony doesn't simply want to check boxes and wants to ensure that if cloud gaming is implemented it's done right sony's only just enabled cloud streaming on the ps5 in select regions and although early impressions have been very positive the feature is in its infancy quote it's easy to check off the features nishino said in translated message however we should we would like to proceed carefully while considering whether this is a good idea and whether we can truly provide gameplay without any problems end quote so if you're looking at a console or, or a peripheral that could possibly do some more streaming stuff, um, it's probably version two is what you're looking at. That's how I translated that in my ad. It's like, yeah, this is legit a remote play device. And I want to just end cap on this. It's a remote play de- device. That's what they promised it to be. Okay. Mm-hmm. They didn't promise that you'd be playing, you know, call of duty streaming on here. Okay. Um, this is a remote play device. First and foremost, and only. <laughs> um, yeah. But if you're looking for something that is a little bit more extensive, that could, that is PlayStation centric, you might be wanting to wait on a version two. But right now, yeah. to end cap the segment, the PlayStation Portal is a good idea on paper, and even eighty percent of it, uh, in reality. It's a fantastic device. It's a fantastically built device. What it does, it does well. It's just the little things of just I wanted a little bit more of. And the finicky nature of it as well when it comes to the UI and uh, some of the um, connection issues that I've had. Mm -hmm. It's it's that's why I can't I can't give this a strong recommendation. It's really what's your Internet looking like? Um, Is your PlayStation 5 hardwired? And if you know, it's good and yes then yeah absolutely go out there and buy this yeah you you know i at least you should know at this point if you're gonna hop on something brand new right off the gate you're an early adopter and we are the guinea pigs yep. and then they'll guarantee the next iteration if there ever is one it's gonna have bluetooth and like, I'm, I'm running the wheel baby yeah yeah yeah, yeah I'm, I'm i'm very excited to get mine yeah 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 all right kyle it's time first the flash news gotta run Gotta go fast. 
Oh my god! Oh my god! He's literally in this first piece of That's news. Right. It's the Flash. Oh my god! Suicide Squad killed the Justice League trailer. We ended that same exact time. Uh, killed the Justice League trailer. Insider one episode one. Um, yeah, yeah we're doing a Night City kind of thing. Burner, 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 Twenty minutes of Rocksteady mm-hmm. trying to sell us the Suicide Squad. Kyle, I know you've been working all day. I watch it. I've been trying to watch it. What were your thoughts on it, man? Because you, you're the rock oh my God. guy. I loved it. Yeah, I, I loved it. Yeah, no, it, yeah, it's, that's what I want to hear. Uh, I, I've, uh, I've still pretty maintained my hype for it, mm-hmm. even though maybe not exactly what I wanted from Rocksteady. Yeah. But man, Metropolis looks so cool. That's a cool looking city. Um, I, I did realize like everyone's gripe in mind included of like oh man all the enemies are glowing purple things yeah they're all purple same thing with like avengers they're all the, like those mechanical robot dudes yeah and the more i think about it it's like well that kind of makes sense because every villain has its own like squad and they all have the same outfits they go to the same store they got out they got to look the part so <laughs> they go to so the they know who they're for Cos- or costco for exactly yeah. exactly so i i'm less like iffy on that um I, I still am just a tad bit confused on the gameplay of there's a lot of things popping out of enemies that you're collecting yeah. that I don't know what to do, what they do yet. Uh, but I, yeah, uh, them showing up in the hall of justice and that being your hub. That's cool. And dude. stealing from the, from the justice league heroes and using their tech and, it just it looks fun. Like Harley Quinn looks like she's swinging around like Spidey. Might not be as fluid with the grappling hook, but it looks like a fun time. Yeah. Like they each look different enough and interesting enough that I want to play each of them. I also need to be sold a little bit of how I'm going to do playing it solo. There, there's enough. still that emphasis on like here's everyone going through the Hall of Justice and exploring, and you see them converging at different points, and like yeah, which is fine. Just tell me what I should expect playing solo. Fair. I, yeah, because they, they also really try to, like, distance themselves from games and service, live service stuff. Uh, they really were like, this is about the story, the world we're building. Um, the only thing that I noted, there was a line of, like, we're very excited post-launch to give you a lot of free updates yeah, and stuff free like battle that. passes and stuff like that. Yeah. Cool. Um, the one thing that I like, what they, there's one line that was like, we made Arkham... Uh, gritty, not because we wanted to make a Batman game that was gritty. It was no, because it's... the world demanded a st- a, a Batman story yeah. be told it uh, in this nature. And mm-hmm. I think what they're trying to convey is like, what if I'm a newcomer to Suicide Squad? What do I think of Suicide Squad? It's zany, it's over the top, and people are and heads are going to literally explode. And I yeah. feel like they got the vibe of what the Suicide Squad is and i'm not one of these people that are like i'd rather them be making a batman game i'm not stuck on that they're making suicide Mm -hmm. squad that's what i'm focused on and it looks like it's telling a really interesting story and as i say that i just put an asterisk the only thing i don't like about this very interesting story is it's based in the arkhamverse which I think a lot of us are very protective of because they're so great Mm -hmm. and it is seemingly like we are killing all those greats. So I'm hoping that there's a twist that maybe we're except you know. Wonder Woman. She yep. seems not affected by Brainiac. Well, we'll see right now. <laughs> so we'll see. But um, 
but it, it's it's things like that where I get a little nervous about. Yeah, I get it. Uh, that being said, like I I I think the, each individual character they've actually absolutely sold me on. Um, seeing what was what it Samoa Joe in there? That's great. Yeah, seeing the voice King actress. Shark. Yeah, seeing the voice actress that plays Harley in there. Like awesome. I, I, mm-hmm. I think the cast has sold me on these characters. Each cutscene, I actually started fast forwarding the story beats because I'm like, because you don't want to get spoiled. No. Yeah. So I'm like, just show me the gameplay. I'm with you. And as for gameplay, so vi- that city is so vibrant. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't wait to just go around there and and find all the Easter eggs. Absolutely. And even like the traversal elements, though, I think King Shark's a bit out of place because like, I'm just gonna be jumping. Yeah, I'm just gonna be jumping. Um, yeah. I think every single one of them, except for King Shark. I like their mobility. Like I do like that. Her is hers is a grappling hook, right? Like yeah. boomerang is a legit boomerang. He's dashing through. Um, mm-hmm. What is it? Deadshot is just like I'm. I'm goddamn Boba Fett. <laughs> I'm gonna be jetpacking everywhere. I uh, another really small detail, which I think also just makes me realize I shouldn't be worried about a rock rock steady game. Who knows? Who knows? Could be wrong when I play it is when they're looking at all the gadgets in the Hall of Justice and they're stealing it, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Harley gets the the bat little remote control bat wing and the grappling hook. Yeah. That's how she's going to grapple. Uh, uh, Captain Boomerang gets some anti-speed force kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then Deadshot's like, oh, look at this thing. I can't use it. There's no way. And Harley goes, well, Deathstroke would use it, yeah. <laughs> and and then that gets him to like, oh, no one's better than me. Deathstroke's not going to beat me at this whole thing. And then he puts it on, and he's struggling. Yeah. Like it's that little bit of humor, the little bit of like ego check because these are villains. Yeah. Like they just they get they it. get it. They get it. That's why I'm like, let them cook. And I think that was an important scene to show because so many people are like, why are they moving that way? It doesn't make sense. It's yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Well, now uh-huh. they're answering that for you. So that's yep. either a good answer or a bad answer for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like th- that's gonna quell maybe some of your concerns. I don't know about y'all. I'm I'm excited, man. I'm I'm optimistic about this game. Cautiously, yeah. but optimistic nonetheless. I'm excited for the 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 next few installments of Insider the Insider Show. Yeah. Um February second it's coming out. Yep. They keep saying. So let's see. February is pretty stacked. Yeah, let's see. Let's see. You got this to start off. You got Final Fantasy to end the month. A lot. And there's another game I think also around that time. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Good Stop time. it. It's good good time games. Slow down. Yeah. Again, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League. I'm on board. Rocksteady, go do your thing. Yeah. All right, Kyle. Uh, it's the PlayStation Plus drop. Just hold on to a little something. Uh, tear down is your PlayStation 5 and PS4 game, day and date, by the way. Uh, it is then available now. And all these games are actually available now. Uh, Dragon's Dogma, Dark Arisen on PS4. Mobile Suit Gundam, Extreme versus Maxi Boost on PS4. I thought it said Nazi. I was like, yeah, go get them, Mobile <sighs> Suit. Uh, Dead Island, Riptide Definitive Edition on PS4. Sub Super, Bli- Sup- Super Liminal. On PS5, PS4. Go. I got it. Uh, Ayudan Chronicle Rising on PS5, PS4. Nuabunga's uh, Ambition Takashi on PS5. Alternate Jake Hunter. Dalius The Awakening of Golden Jazz. Oh my God, they're really trying to get me to stumble here, and it's working. <laughs> they are. River City Ma- Melee Match 
uh, PS4, and then uh, PlayStation Plus Premium uh, produ- producers, Jesus, Premium uh, members get Grandia on PS5, which I've yeah. heard great things about. So I'm gonna it's great. It's great RPG. Guess what? Guess where I'm Stellar. playing? Stellar. Hooey. Hooey. On the, yeah, that's right. On the portal. Uh, Jet Moto on PS5, PS4. Up. Awesome. On PS5, PS4. Klonoa Fantasy Reverie series on PS5, PS4. Yeah. And Parappa the Rapper 2. Let's effing go. Parappa, Kyle, is on my my PlayStation Games of Shame. I never played Parappa. It's fair. This shall be the first. Very excited. This is a stellar month. Stellar month. I think this is great. It's a lot. Like, Teardown, brand new game mm-hmm. on the service. Love to see it. I want to see more of it. Personally, I always want to play Super Liminal. Never picked it up. Mm-hmm. Always Definitely going to play it now. It <laughs> uh, I in Chronicle Rising. I played at PAX East, I think, two years ago. Had a good time. Missed it. Excited to play it. And I think this is the strongest classic collection. Uh, um uh, additions if in a while grandy is a great rpg game jet moto is amazing mm-hmm. if you don't know jet moto it's jet ski racing you should it's it's yeah. classic um up is you know it's the disney up it's fine oh it is up okay. uh, i i believe it's that game cool. um but klonoa and like the remaster remake stuff in there you kidding me well some of the best platformers ever nice and, and to get it on this collection that's a great get. And yeah, Parappa is iconic. Okay. So great month. All right, Kyle, I refuse to read, read this question because I feel attacked. So you take it. Absolutely. Away. Also, I, I already, I spoiled the drop because I thought this was the drop. I held up my Dark Souls trilogy. Ooh, okay. The glare. While we were it. away. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you get to hold it again. Sure. Uh, the green girl, the gamer goes, sup, Kyle and Mr. Drama Queen. Extra life was an absolute blast. Congratulations on achieving a number of goals during the stream. And shout out to Mike's neighbor who won the PS5. Mm-hmm. How's the eye feeling, Joe? I haven't been, <laughs> I haven't been this excited for the Game Awards, I think, ever. But since the numbers came out, I'm just happy enough that Spider-Man is ahead of Zelda, even though it probably won't win. That's a win for me. Hashtag kind of toxic, LMAO. <laughs> At least he acknowledged yeah. it, Green Grower. Yeah. Uh, but do y'all think Final Fantasy 16 got... Oh, I think this should have been up earlier, but it's fine. Do you think Final Fantasy 16 got snubbed by Mario Wonder specifically? Kyle, I'm not a fan of Final Fantasy, and I've played a lot of Mario games, but from what I've seen of FF16, dude, I'm sorry for your loss. I'm also wondering what you guys think about the PS Extra Day 1 game teardown. Oh, here we go. If it wasn't for Spider-Man 2, this would be my game of the year. I lost my shit when I got announced for PS5 at the PlayStation Showcase. You'll have to play it if you haven't. Mm. Other than that, and Super Liminal, this is the weakest month I've seen oh. for PS Plus this far, which isn't necessarily a bad thing because it's been pretty good. Hope you both have rested up after your 26-hour binge. Pray my work meeting at one today goes well. I'm nervous and can't lose this job. I hope it went well. Hope I'm going to hop well. into the Discord and ask you yep. immediately when we're done. Because yep. um, I made a few oopsies today. <laughs> I missed a work meeting. The monthly meeting oh, I missed. Uh oh. The, the dogs got me running up and down, man. Like I, it's. Oh. I've been. A, I've been a mess. But uh, no, I did. Final Fantasy 16 get snubbed. Um, by Mario Wonder. Uh, for what I've played of Wonder, I mean, they're two totally different games. But yeah, like, it's 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 hard to compare. But I I, I still think FF16 is one of the best games of the year. Yeah. So. Uh, it's it's weird, and, and you and Chat's also saying people are saying this is a weaker month mm. for PS Plus, mm. and it's strange. Yeah. I don't know. 
I think there's some really quality games here. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's it's that there's no like rec- super recognizable name right. in this list. Yeah. I think maybe what Dragon's Dogma and Dead Island maybe being Perhaps. the biggest. Yeah. But I think like Grandia, like that's a that's oh, a yeah. I mean, that's a hardcore PlayStation fan game right there. I think Teardown, oh, yeah. yeah, from what I've seen uh, on the PC, like, oh, super fun game. I can't wait to dive into. Um, and knowing that this is in the middle of November where, like, you know, a lot of releases are coming, I think this is a really strong month, even super liminal. Yeah. <laughs> I nailed it that yeah. time. Great game. So, uh, And for those that aren't aware of what Teardown is and mm-hmm. you've never seen it before, uh, here's a little synopsis from the Push Square um, Please. listing of the game. Uh, Teardown walls with explosive or vehicles to create shortcuts no one thought was possible. Stack objects, build structures, or use floating objects to your advantage. Take your time to create an efficient path through each level that execute execute your heist and make a daring escape mm. run jump drive boost do whatever you need to collect targets avoid robots or steal whatever your clients ask for but make sure not to get caught so take the levolution concept from like battlefields in red faction in a voxel uh worlds um everything is destructible and you make your own path to, to complete the heist it's insanely cool and the fact that it's on PlayStation Day One on this PS Plus service, that's it. That's a big win. Yeah. That's a win. Uh, hey, Kyle, you want to know about some Black Friday deals? Sure. An update: PlayStation Plus members. Hey, remember y'all when we got you know upcharged in September? Well, sure did. During Black Friday's promotional deal for PlayStation, now from uh, November seventeenth to the twenty seventh, players who join PlayStation Plus can get up to thirty percent of the twelve month membership plans. Sony announced that current PlayStation <laughs> Plus members can save twenty five percent when upgrading a current plan to PlayStation Plus Extra, or save thirty percent when upgrading to PlayStation Plus Premium slash Deluxe. And you can't stack them. That's right. No more fun for us. Ooh-wee. That's a sad ooh-wee. Boo. Uh, controllers recently, Sony put up all DualSense controllers are now on sale for 50 bucks, a total savings of 35%. Buy it on Amazon, Best Buy, GameStop has it everywhere. Get them for cheap. That's actually a pretty good price for those controllers. So It's good. Little bum that this was announced immediately after I received the True. two new colors. Sure. I mean, I, <laughs> like almost a day after. Yeah, <laughs> that is that is definitely a bummer. Hey, Kyle, have you seen this? Have you heard about this? This is breaking right as the show is about to 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 come out here live. The Last of Us TV show's Abby actress possibly revealed it looks like HBO has casted Abby for the second season of The Last of Us TV show. If a leak by known insider and entertainment reporter Jeff Schneider is to be believed. Schneider's reports uh, report follows the showrunner Craig Mazin teasing in August that production team had picked Abby actress who is now rumored to be Caitlin uh, Dever. Dever is previously considered for the role of Ellie, uh, which eventually went to Bella Ramsey. God bless, because she slayed. Snyder uh, claims that she was a strong contender for the cast of The Last of Us, and her performance of Hulu's No One Will Save You is what sealed 
the deal. I am actually only hearing great things from No One Can Save You. So yeah. I'm very excited. Caitlin Dever's a great actress. Okay. She's amazing. And like looking at her, she could have totally been Ellie. Oh, really? Okay. Totally, yeah. If, if you click that link and you you look at Caitlin Dever, she totally could have been Ellie. Okay. Um, Bella crushed it. I can't see anybody but Ellie now. Um yeah, I think I think that's a good choice. All right, fair enough. Sure. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. And Pedro Pascal is now Mr. Mr. Fantastic. Fantastic. God is good. God works in such mysterious ways, Kyle. <laughs> such mysterious yeah. ways. And yeah. it looks like, you know, he's gonna have some free time, you know what I mean? After that last yeah. show. Maybe he could take off some golfing. Oh, she could have really been oh wow, yeah, she could have been yeah, Ellie. She could have been Ellie. Yeah. She could have and then this picture right here. Yeah, I could actually see her, like, yeah, I, right here. There's like one where she's like in a red dress that looks like Abby mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, yeah, she could pull it off. No, oh, yeah, and then there's one right here where she's like in a hoodie and I'm like that's Ellie. Mm-hmm. That, that she, you mm-hmm. could definitely see mm-hmm. an Ellie vibe. Yeah, yeah, I I can't wait. I can't wait to see what she does. Um, and I'm gonna definitely check out the show beforehand because God knows I got free time at work. So, I mean, I don't. I'm very busy all the time. Yeah. 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 All right, Kyle. Are you holding on to something? Just a small thing. Prepare the drop. Here are the latest deals and deals coming to the PlayStation storefront. Here's of games to note because um, Push Squared and, and, and PlayStation Lifestyle let me down this week. Uh, here are the three games coming out Persona 5 Tactica. November 17th on PS5, PS4. Bluey the Vigi game. Those Australian pups. Who we? You know what I'm saying? It's uh, a great show. I hate him so don't much. Talk, don't talk smack about Bluey. Mm-hmm. That show's great. All right, fine. November 17th. And Last Faith on November 15th. I've been actually it's playing It's a Joe-ass that. game. I've been playing that. It is a Joe-ass yeah. game. Very, it's very great. solid. Very solid. Uh, you did skip over what you've been playing, and I realize we've been, we're going a little yeah. long. Yeah, let's tr- keep it But straight. I do, I do want to highlight. Yeah. Uh, played Dark Souls for the first time. Enjoyed it during Extra Life. That's right. Even though Joe says it was painful to watch, I don't care. Well, it was having no, a good time. it wasn't painful. It wasn't um, painful. It was just like one person's complaining about how a friend is having bad eye trouble for an hour, and that one person would like to say that he could have still gotten through that level faster with that eye problem. Literally never played Dark Souls before. That's fine. I could have done it with one eye closed is what I'm saying. Because you've played it before. I got depth perception problems, Kyle. Oh, my God. Uh, played Zelda Ocarina of Time for the first time. Yes. Great. Fantastic. Oh, phenomenal. I was so excited while you were playing it, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of real cheap platinums, which I hope will get the archives up so we can show them to the world because <laughs> those are in the wee crazy hours and I had a great time. No, you uh, weren't. You were yelling. You were throwing a fit and I'm just like, here, Kyle, let me help you. You're like, no, I don't need it. It was help. entertaining. I, I was I was playing it up for the content. Oh, okay. Well, um, I was playing up my really. Island. I was mad. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I think most importantly, a good friend, Billy, at Billy the Door yeah. on socials, uh, brought in our lives... A Nintendo Switch game. Oh, shout it out. Called Suica Game. Suica Game. And you're like, oh, that doesn't sound interesting. Well, let me tell <laughs> you. The entire train ride home, Joe and I were passing back and forth my Switch. Because the plan was we were going to try to beat Elden Ring on the Steam Deck, but Joe couldn't get it working. And I was going to film it. It's going to be a Patreon episode. Yeah. Didn't happen. On the way home, though, we played Suica Game. And all you have to do is drop fruit. To match the fruit, 
to evolve into a bigger fruit and you just keep going and going and going and get try to get a high score it is a super simple concept yep. super simple yep. but why is it so goddamn addicting i have no idea but i want to play it right now it's so good <laughs> it's like tetris meets puyo puyo uh meets kind of but all you're doing is dropping that's yeah. it it's just dropping it meets kind of like bejeweled where instead of it like being destroyed it grows bigger and you have this box with limited space so the whole plan yep. is about how do you organize these fruits into bigger fruit and have them combined to do a giant watermelon mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. the, the biggest fruit you can get without it tipping over and how do you get the most points you can um yeah and it was so much fun i hope that comes to playstation so i hope it is on playstation i hope so too and i just don't know after after we played on the train and after that weekend after never before never hearing about that yeah. game i'm now getting ads for that game non-stop on tiktok no way non-stop i it. see people playing that Worth game. It. absolutely all right kyle it is time for our the last segment but our favorite segment of the night, it is time for the Sony Pony Express. Yee-haw! Yee take it away. Cowboy Danger D writes in, what is it going to take for Polyphony Digital to make a Gran Turismo game like Forza Horizon? Gran Turismo is a great game series, but I like so many other, but like so many other folks. You got this. I'm oh not God. into simulation realistic yeah, races. But actually. I like, oh, but I like so many other folks are not into simulation realistic racing games i was getting there cowboy that's on me not on you forza horizon and burnout paradise are two of my favorite racing games the arcade open world lots of crazy stuff to do and being able to jump right into online with others to do everything crazy together not only that but the customization and online auctions in horizon was and still is amazing do you think we will ever see them cave and make one as always, love you guys. Shiny side up and keep up the amazing work. Great question. What do you think, Joe? Man, I'd love them to. I have an answer. I mean, I would love them to. I don't think they would, but like Forza Horizon's probably my favorite racing series right now. It's so much fun. Mm -hmm. There's so much liveliness mm -hmm. to it. Uh, but I think Polyphony is uh, definitely up that car culture butt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, so my answer is I don't think Polyphony will ever mm -hmm. make something other than Gran Turismo, but I do think Sony would do something like bring back a MotorStorm, and that be the Forza Horizon equivalent yeah. on PlayStation because those games were rad yeah. and uh, arcadey, and it was a only PlayStation kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, I would love for them to bring those back because those had those awesome like set pieces while you're racing through mm -hmm. and. It was great. It was so great. that is that's my answer. Yeah, uh, bring back MotorStorm. There's something about the yeah. PS3 Gen, man, where like PlayStation was throwing ideas at the wall, but it wasn't like they were bad games. They were just so freaking weird. Yeah. I love when PlayStation gets weird. It's almost like mm -hmm. when they get weird and they just detach a Dual Sense and they put a screen in the middle of it, type of weird. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And uh, our final question of the night, pretty short cowboy uh, uh, or Sony Pony Express. Yeah. yeah. Just because we filter them in throughout the show. Uh, the GMAC 99 writes in, hey, y'all, don't really have a question for you, gents, this week. It's more of a need for community emotional support. 
Like you, Joe, with Marty recently, my family lost our beloved dog, Oso, over the weekend. His nearly 16-year-old body couldn't hold up any longer, mm. even though his mind was still sharp as a tack. Mm. Needless to say, I am completely broken, and I don't even have Spider-Man 2 to help me get through it, since I have already platinumed him. I, too, am planning to get his paw nose print as a tattoo in his honor, and if you could give him a shout-out on the show, I'd be more than grateful. Mm. Here's hoping Marty got to show him around the Rainbow Bridge. As always, thanks for providing content that gets us through the good weeks and these tough ones. Greg, a.k.a. the GMAC99. Ooh-wee. Ooh, Greg, uh, Greg, I'm so sorry for your loss. Mm-hmm. Um, man, dogs are special. You They're know? awesome. Ooh. Shout out to Oso. Sounds like he was a great pup for 16, 16 years. 16 years, man. How lucky. Um, Absolutely. Ooh. ooh, that one got me. I thought it was going to be good. I thought it was gonna be good, but no. Nope. Got me too. Got me too. <laughs> um, Sixteen. You know, when I was losing Marty, uh, I just kept on thinking about how lucky I was to have him for that long. And like, as I'm reading this question, I'm like, I'm so envious. It's like, oh, you got an extra three years out of this pup. You know, uh, damn. I wish. And so, like, to me, that's what I would say to you, man. 16 years, you gave him a great home, gave him so much love. Um, and it's going to be hard. You know, it's when when you're having a pup uh, and you're raising him, you know, it becomes like your son. And it's so hard, so hard. But you get through it. And, you know, uh, the best thing that we did was save another dog. So like we got Abby three weeks after Marty because it just it felt weird and you know my mom was just like yeah my mom's a very spiritual person and she was just like Marty pick the dog for us and we got there Abby just ran to her and just bam it was love at first sight and literally when I held her it was love at first sight and it's not like I'm replacing Marty I hate when like. I, I talk about it because it's it could sound like that, but it's like you're planting a tree. Like I lost Jake, I didn't think I could recover, but I I you know it, I had that seed, I planted that love, it sprouted into this beautiful oak, and then one day, it's just that's all you can grow. It gives me more seeds, and I plant a different tree, and that tree's Marty, and then all. Of, it grows as much as it can grow, gives me seeds, and now I'm planting it with Abby. Terrible analogy, but that's how I've kind of been looking at it. It's I'm planting a forest full of pups, you know? Um, and they all, I love them in so many different ways, you know? So 16-year-old pup man, Ozo, yeah, without a doubt. Marty's showing them around. And when I took a, when I took a look at Ozo in Discord, he looked just like my first dog, Jake. So no doubt about it. They're 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 up top. They're they're prancing around. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, my my dogs are up there too. Yeah. With also showing them around. Yeah, so, yeah. so. Uh, yeah, you're a great owner, a great friend to Oso. Never forget that Oso's also special. And sorry for your loss. Sending you all the love yeah. in the world. Yeah. Um, and also just shout out to everybody. You know, for the love that you showed me with Marty. You know. I get getting the beautiful picture from Janice, getting the absolutely lovely knitted Marty boy from Lindsay and, and Marcus who that I immediately, once I got that, I gave it to my mother 
because she loves stuffed animals. Like, that's her shtick. Like, our thing's PlayStation. Her thing's are, like, stuffed giraffes. And she absolutely loved it. Loved it. Um, even when I got the tattoo uh, of Marty, uh, it it felt like that I could finally close that the book of Marty and feel fulfilled. Um, and it's, and, and when I showed my parents it, cause they're, they're very old school Hispanic. They don't like any of that. Um, they're just like, my mom immediately cried. She's like, it's beautiful. You know? And, uh, so yeah, GMAC, I, that pain is there and it's important to feel that pain. Super important. Cause it just shows how much love that you have. So there you go. I'm a bit of a mess. Kyle, <laughs> I don't know. You you want to, you want to, that's been the trophy room this week. You know, I'm all stuffy. I can't speak. Would you like to spotlight anything before we get on out of here, sir? Sure. Uh, awkward segue. I like to spotlight myself, Mr. Go. K. Steph. Uh, go follow 61Indie on all social media platforms, yep. including you, Twitch and YouTube. And, and also shout out to Shaw. Be right back. Just, you know, do, yeah. do your thing. Well, Trust me. I, Outro the show. You, you you got this, Kyle. What is he like? He why is he telling me how to outro my stuff? I know what to do. This I'm telling y'all. This man. Ay ay ay. Um, we just announced the six one indie showcase. It's coming back again. March. Oh God, March twentieth. I can't. I'm so tired. I don't remember the date. Let me pull it up right now. Uh, but we're doing another indie gaming showcase. Uh, the first of the 2024 slate. We're going to do two a year. Um, it's going to be a great, great time. Uh, we already have a ton of uh, submissions uh, already to look through. Um, it's going to be pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Yes, March 20th, 2024. The unofficial kickoff to PAX East. Uh, the six one indie showcase is special, and I can't wait for y'all to check out new indie games. Ooh. Oh, look at little Abby! Hello, look at. Hi, Abby. Hello, you're oh, on the show. She's adorable. You're on the show. Is there anything you'd like to spotlight before we get on here, you fluffy little girls? Oh, now don't bite my hand, please. Sorry, I talk to her all the time. <laughs> of course, this is Abby. Hi, audio listeners. It's the most beautiful puppy you've ever seen. Picture that. And she's sleepy. <laughs> uh, you could uh, follow us wherever, you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, The Trophy Room. You can follow me over at Mr. Badbit. You can follow this show, P.S. Trophy Room, on Twitter. And remember, follow me at Mr. Badbit, but like it's going to be a Abby Stan account, right, girl? Yeah, that's true. And vote in the platies. And vote now live. Vote in the platies. There you go. Please, it really does show us, it really does kind of, you know, help us mentally. Because we, we, we do this uh, each and every year. Every year it's bigger, it's better. We put a whole lot of love and care into it. So any type of support would be great. Again, link in the description to vote. And with all that said, with all that out of the way, everybody, keep hunting and keep playing PlayStation. Abby, say goodbye. Bye, love you. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>